Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, Gary. Hi. Are you in the car? What are you doing? Uh, uh, no, no, no. It may sound like I'm in the car. I'm on the boat. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> There's things running. <laughs> beautiful. You know. Your five months is congratulations to you as well. <laughs> Thank you. Five months uh, pregnant. Now he wants to take a break. Yeah. Don't. Uh, so my question is, well, to Gary, long story short, um, we to get we got together, we fell in love, everything happened really fast, but we also carry a lot of baggage from hurt relationships or things that happened to us and that kinda came out in arguments where arguments weren't really good and we really wanted a family. And now that we're here, um, he's like, I have to find myself. Uh, our relationship isn't the best, so he like went and got a lease. And my question to you is, like, um, is something going to click? Is this, like, can we work this out and be the happy family that we wanted? Or do I need to prepare to be a single parent? I just don't want to be that dumb girl, like, have hope when, you know. Well, here's what I'm seeing. Um, I think that he's sort of going, obviously, through something. Um, And um, he's a little bit more passive-aggressive than you are, which means he'll stomp his feet, run the other way, look over his shoulder, make sure you're running after him, kiss makeup, and repeat the process. He does that, right? Yeah. Okay. He learned that from his his relationships before you. There was two bad relationships, actually three, that he had before you. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, the, well, he's just doing the same routine with you, and really that's not who you are. You're just wanting to spoil him, love him, make him okay, do everything you can. So he's incredibly difficult. I see him learning a big lesson here. I would let him do whatever he wants to do. If he wants to go somewhere else for a minute, let him go. Um, and I, I feel like he's going to fall down, skin his knees, hit his head, wake up, and go, what was I thinking? And then uh, I see him having a pretty hard time of it and then coming back around and making good sense for you. But I see through this time of being pregnant, I don't see you all stressed out and crazy every day. He basically stresses you out of your mind daily, right? Yes. So here you are pregnant and he's doing that, pretty sad. And he's still making it all about him, right? Yes, exactly, yeah. Yeah, good. I would say good riddance yeah, right now. That's what I was thinking from the beginning. Yeah. Honey, it's okay. okay. Let let him go be an idiot somewhere else for a minute. He's, and it looks like he really hits his head hard enough to really realize, ouch, this hurts. I see him waking up. Uh, he is in love with you, but he's nuts. And so it looks like he becomes a bit sober and sane after about six months. Good news for you. So let okay. him do whatever he's got to do. Okay, so just let him go. You do see positive, yeah. like we can be a happy family. I think you can get around to that at some point. I wouldn't push it now. I'd just go, okay, do your thing, because I see him waking up later and realizing what an idiot he is. So that's how that's how it'll shake out. Sounds a little, a little bit uh, tough, but it's actually yeah. easier to go through that than daily abuse. So there you are. No, absolutely. I was just I didn't want to start with a broken family from a baby, you know. But no, you don't don't go into all that drama. Just realize you don't have to put up with this idiot every day. 
<laughs> so there we are. You know, okay. is it he'll come. Any way you can clear the negative from me, please, and him? There, I can clear it from you. Kind of happens karm- anyway. You know, yeah, I, right, and, and which I already have. That's the reason your arms have gotten warm while I'm talking to you. You see, and even your belly's really warm. And so feel how light you feel. You feel much lighter. Now, with clearing him, sometimes these days I hear I can't clear him. He's in a karmic spin. See, used to it wasn't this way. But sometimes there's truly people that I can't clear these days. The angels won't let me because they're in their karmic spin. In other words, they go, they've got to go through their hell to wake up and manage to get back to their heaven. That's where he's at. Let him go do it okay okay thank you so okay. much Gary. Oh, good luck honey good luck thank you i appreciate it guys thanks jess love the morning too uh we love you back thank you bye he won from day one right there that's right that's that's tough but that boy doesn't that just even from a non-psychic standpoint that seems like yeah. the way to go any guy oh we need a break she's five months pregnant need a break rough you need a slap upside your head it's what you that's need that's a lousy fella <laughs> it really is it's a bad it really dude is. right there um right. hey lynn you got a good dude yes i do hi that's, hi how are you i'm good how are you you know what we're doing great um so he is he is he getting passed over for this promotion or yes um he's always getting passed over he wants to have his own office one day he he is in management but he he's not an assistant or a manager right. um and the way they're doing it is that the other managers from other offices are getting together and they are picking who they want to um, to move up versus let's look at their credentials and their work ethics and all of that stuff. So we call it the friends and family benefit. So, um, you know, a lot of people are asking like, hey, how come you don't have your own office yet? And, you know, he's, he's trying, but, you know, I can tell what? that it's really draining him now. Yeah, why is so, he stay- Why is he even staying there? Well, you know, he's, you know, he's been there over a decade, and it is a career. You know, we're just trying to, you know, basically live. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> this is his career, well, you so, know. It's, it's so, from the government, so. Yeah, well, let's jump in. Job. Let's jump in then. Gary, is this guy ever going to move up, or is, he, or is he stuck? No, I think he's going to move up, but I think it's going to be really fast. And so, uh, through all of his efforts, somehow... Okay. Uh, He's nailed it, and so he thought he was going to get a promotion about mm, six months ago, right? Yeah, all the time, yes. <laughs> but six months ago, I see he had it. He was really close. He's going to uh-huh. get that. Prom- he, I see him getting that promotion now. So this is just going to occur. And so okay. uh, now, now here's what happens. I figured this out recently. This, I figured this out this morning in meditation. Uh, mm-hmm. If you feel like you've been passed over, you're going to have a lot of anger towards everybody around you, and you're going to yes. stop. You're going to stop appreciating them. When you stop okay. appreciating them, you stop the magic, and your good okay. luck won't come to you. So tell him to dig deep, appreciate everybody around him, even his idiots. They just realize they're his idiots, right? Okay. And so, and so appreciate everybody around you. And when you do that, you'll turn the lights back on, and your deal will work out. It's a crazy okay, because, little thing. I just he is getting angry. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got to tell sure. him to stop doing it. I cleared his energy, but if you go to appreciation, it's the okay. energy that gets you above all the crazy, all the craziness okay. with everybody. And I see him getting his promotion immediately, like this week, next week. I mean, really fast. Okay. Really quick. Okay. All right. And also, Gary, before you, um, you know, before I leave, I just want to say thank you. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I called in because um, I had 
I had a miscarriage, and then I was pregnant again. So I was definitely scared that it was going to happen again. And you told me that this one was going to be, it was the same baby, and it was going to come back, and it was going to be a boy again. (laughs) And it's just going to be healthy. So I have uh, a baby who is just wonderful and the healthiest of all three. For you. Good for no, you. I just want to say thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Aww. I just read it. I didn't so do cool. it. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> thank you. I love the morning zoo. We love you back. Thank you, Lynn. Good luck. Thank Donna. you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. She's a little ball of sunshine, huh? Yeah. I like yeah. her. Uh, really quick before we go. Hey, Bridge. Hi. Bridget, uh, or how did you? I'm so sorry about your dad. Um, thank you. I'm going to try to keep it together. Yeah. You can understand me. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure, sure. How, how did you? How did you lose him? Um, heart surgery, um, emergency heart surgery. He just didn't make it through. He just didn't make it. Oh. Yeah. So sorry. It's so tough. So tough because so you. quick. Um, Thank you. So you, now this is interesting. You want to check up on your dad, but there, there's a purpose to this, right? Yes. Um, there's um, more drama than should be with his side of the family, and I can't really talk about it. Um all the specifics, but um, don't need to. I I just want to know it, his advice because he was the one I would call to ask what to do, and me and my brother are alone in this, and um, I just want to know um, his advice and see if he's okay. Well, here's what here's what I'm seeing. Um, it's um, he, he first of all says, believe it or not, he made it to heaven. He's laughing, um, and he's bare—he's barefooted, interestingly, and he's wiggling. He's just patting his feet, but he's barefooted. He's hanging out barefooted, whatever that means. And he—he—he uh, he, he tells me he loves you. He's good. Your brother is well. Everybody is well. He says people get greedy. He's telling me that people get greedy. Um, yeah. Does that make any sense to you? So much. Okay, and he's telling me to tell you to listen to your attorney. Do you have an attorney? Yes, we do. Okay. He said, listen to the attorney. And that's his okay. advice, okay? Okay. 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 And that, ma- and that makes you. sense? It does make sense. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just amazing. It really is. Yeah. That's why he's the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, I am not going to try and tell you it gets better. I, lo- I lost my mom. <laughs> I lost my mom. God, it's almost eight years now. Uh, it'll be eight years in November. I can't tell you it gets better. You just become a little more numb. Yeah. So, hang in there. We're Thank here. You. We're here for you whenever, whenever, yeah, whenever. He loves you. He says he loves you. Make sure you tell your I brother. I love you too, Daddy. Okay, yeah. Oh, he tells your brother. Oh, he tells you. He tells you that the reason he's barefooted. I couldn't figure that out. The reason he's barefooted <laughs> is because he says you guys have to wear my shoes now. Whatever that means. Yeah. Like it means with my business. brother's the man of the house now. Okay, that's what he says, and he shows the shoes going to the brother, as a matter of fact. And so, but he says that's the reason he's barefooted, that he has to step up. And so, uh, and he tells him to do that. He said, and he does it aggressively, step up, you know, like, so yep. there we are. That's a message to him, okay? Thank you guys so much. Wow. Good luck. Thank you, Bridget. Hope Hang you in there. Have a great day. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you too. Bye. Thank you. Wow. She's, she's going through that, and she's worried about us having a great day. Yeah. How amazing yeah. is that? Just how amazing mm-hmm. is that? Thank you, buddy. Uh, 1-800-827-GARY. 1-800-827-GARY. Uh, get yourself a private reading with the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey. Go to GarySpivey.com. The podcast is fresh every Sunday. Tap it in with Gary Spivey. Did I miss anything? 
You got it no, all. No, that's great. Thank all right. you. All right, man. Gary Spivey, what was going on? Did I have some sort of a good luck mojo, or did I do something right, or what happened? Why was I killing it at the casino on Saturday night? Well, there's a reason, and and uh, you begin to allow. You maybe I don't know if you'd had a little cocktail or something, but oh yeah, Daddy did. But but you allow, and so when you allow, you'll sometimes just not think about anything and allow yourself to win. So if you're stressing all the time and worrying about it all the time, then it's just like the seven keeps coming up. <laughs> right. Okay. You don't want to do that. Yeah, no, just, gotcha. Yeah, just allow. Just allow. That's all right. right. First of all, Gary, here's a text message. i got to read this one to you. She says, I'm very spiritual, Gary. I take everything as a sign. I think everything happens for a reason, and we just have to find out why. Back in October, a year ago, I lost my diamond wedding ring, and ever since, I feel as if my marriage is falling apart. Is this a sign? Is this a higher power telling me my marriage is over? Is this a sign we need to move a, a new start? Should I move on from this marriage and try to work things out? Will I ever find my ring? Thanks, Gary. What do you see, <laughs> Gary? Well, this is a sign. It is a sign. Uh, it's it's a big sign, and here's here's what the sign is. It doesn't have anything to do with her marriage. It has to do with her just being uh, disorganized. Oh, really? <laughs> That's all. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it's the obvious. I mean, I I have people who book readings, you know, and, and will go into all these little signs, and to the point of insanity. And so, really, sometimes you just lose stuff, and it means nothing. Okay, gotcha. So it doesn't mean anything at all. She no. just lost something. No, it's not for her. I mean, some people it might mean something, but uh, this particular thing, it means... Gary, Gary, you know what? I think I just hung up on Gary. Gary, are you still there? Yes. You are still there. Okay, good news. Okay, Gary, Gary, don't hang up, all right? All right. Good God. All right, Tiana, ask Gary your question. First of all, where did this $2,500 come from, and why do you think that your ex stole it? Um, we, um, the $2,500 was just money that I was saving. I was 23 years old. Um, I didn't use a bank. You know, I just had the money at my house. I lived on 10 acres in a farmhouse. I thought it was safe. Okay. So Um, I understand that. Yeah. You just, you, and, and your, and your ex-boyfriend knew it was like there and in your desk or in a, you know, like, I don't know, an envelope or something. Right. I had it hidden in CDs in my CD tower. Okay, so so only a few people knew where that money was. Right. What yes. makes you think it was your ex that took it? When we broke up two months ago, um, I have found out that he's, he cheated, and then we broke up. Um, he had made a comment, you think I'm the one who broke into your house. I've never accused him. Oh, okay. okay. It, just, it just seemed I odd. Just, mm-hmm. Gary, did he break into her house? I and take the money. Everything I heard was, you know, like, yeah, duh, of course. You know, I think she knows he stole some things before. I mean, she just knew his history, and he would he would kind of rip things off from other people occasionally. And so um, he just, you know, that's just what sometimes, usually people will steal or they will not steal, and he falls into that category of will steal. So okay. no surprise, really no surprise. Will he bother her again? Will she ever see any of that money come back? No, 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 not, no. I don't. Okay, sorry to hear it that. Uh, oh, sorry, gonna move on. Let's move on to our next one. This is Sammy. Hi, Sammy. You're in love, but he don't want nothing to do with you. Is that kind of what it is, or what's the story, Sammy? Well, no, we've been friends for over a decade, and we just started kind of hooking up like three months ago. But he's emotionally unavailable. 
and I want to know how I can get. No, let's back up and define what is. What do you mean emotionally unavailable? I mean, the, you know, he's, he's never been one to get really emotionally involved with anybody. He doesn't really. I've known guys like that very well. He's a really big loner. Okay. Okay. Is it because Gary he's not interested in taking the relationship to a romantic level, or is he just he just can't connect with anybody emotionally? What do you see, Gary? Yeah, I think he. You know, there there are people who fall into this category uh, of really not connecting with anybody, and um, they he's sort of like that. He uh, he has a, a, a sort of a strange vibe, um, and and I can't see him becoming one with her. Uh, I think that that. You know, as I look at it, I can't put it together in my head, and and so I really don't believe you're going to be able to to turn this into a relationship, no matter what you do. Um, I just don't see it happening, and so uh, I think he, I think he maybe likes one night stands, if that, and that's all he's really interested in, and so that's what I see. So I it's not, it's never going to go anywhere. No, never. Okay, unfortunately. So there. Well, there's your answer. You know what? And now you can save the time and trouble. Yeah. Can I ask you something really quick here? Because, Gary, we all have the friend who always is posting on Facebook about how in love she is with her husband. It's like, nine beautiful years together with Troy. He's my soulmate and the best thing that ever happened to me. And, honey, I love you. Looking forward to the next 100 years or whatever. And you know that this couple fights all the time and he's cheating on her or whatever. Well, I know a couple that just did this and they just broke up. And he said, I can't stand you anymore. I can't stand to be with you. I don't want to save the marriage. She's like, let's go to counseling. He's like, we can go to counseling. It's not doing do any good. I don't want to be married to you anymore. Right. And I'm like, wow, this didn't just come out of nowhere. So I wonder if she was trying really hard with her Facebook posts yeah. to show him, I love you so much that I can love you enough for both of us. And it occurred to me, I don't think there's a relationship in the world where one person can love enough for both of you. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, True. if Fallon and I, I really, really want Fallon to love me, but she doesn't love me. But I figure if I love her enough, that'll be enough love for both of us. That is impossible. Is that true, Gary? Yeah, very much true. And um, and uh, going back to even uh, thinking about allowing, uh, see, I see this person is trying to market him into by putting all the posts up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's trying to market him into uh, being uh, in in love, and so and he wants nothing. And it's like, wow. And we, it's also transparent. It's like we, everybody who knows them knows they don't really get along. And there's yeah. a rumor that he's gay and, and he may or may not be. And then so he just finally came home the other night and said, I'm done. I don't want to be with you, Gary. Gary, is he gay? Sometimes gay. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I, so sometimes he is, sometimes he is not. But it feels like that. I it? gotcha. So, but uh, that's, I don't know. If- Sometimes gay, but he's—I heard sometimes gay. Maybe okay. he admits he's gay sometimes. Okay, gotcha. Fallon's got emails. What do you got, Fallon? Uh, this is strange. My boss hasn't been in the office for almost two years. The reason he can't come into the office keeps changing. At first, he said he was having health issues. Next, he was studying for his master's. Then he was fishing in Canada, and now again, it is health issues. It is just me and my coworker in the office. Our boss used to call us at the office at least once a week, and now he never calls during mm, work hours. Wow. He will only call us at home after work, and when we call him, he never answers. We always leave, uh, have to leave him a voicemail, and he calls us back. My coworker and I are both divorced, single women. We need our jobs desperately, and we are worried we are going to come to work one day, and the place is going to be closed up. Whoa. Is our boss really sick? 
what is going on with him? Are we going to lose our jobs? He keeps telling us he isn't closing the doors and that he would let us know, but we don't really believe anything he says. Um, so please help and tell us if we should run. Good question. Gary, what's going on with the boss? Well, I do believe he is sick, and uh, I think he's on some pretty strong medications, and um, this is this is what's up. But he um, has no intentions of closing the business, and um, he has uh, enough money to where it doesn't matter that the business is not running properly right now. He don't care. Okay. And so it's just not his priority. Uh, he thought he was going to, I think he thought he was going to die, and then I think he's figured out now he may not die, but he had some real serious things going on. He was telling them the truth, uh, but don't see the business closing so um think it keeps on going so there we are okay let's talk to janelle janelle's got some anxiety about what janelle hi i am graduating from my nurse practitioner degree and i have such severe test anxiety and i'm wondering when i take my boards how can i beat this anxiety Okay, because you're you're like my daughter Allison. She was so good in school and so smart, but she would not she could not relax to take a test and she'd get so nervous. So you're worried your anxiety about your testing is going to blow it for you. You won't have a career. You're going to have to work at a convenience store the rest of your life and live under a bridge. You're going to live under a bridge somewhere. Dave. Janelle. Yes. Gary's going to help you out. Here we go. Here's what I'm seeing. Uh, first of all, when I look at you, you, you have about a dozen panic attack demons. These demons will attack you. You feel anxiety in your chest and your throat tightens up, right? Yes. Okay. And so now I'm going to get rid of all of those. And uh, there we go. And you can meditate just a little bit. If you meditate a little bit, you're going to find that that'll really work for you. And uh, um, I have plenty of meditations on my website. You can check it out. And so, but here, I just cleared you. Now, look how light you feel. Feel the difference? Yeah. Okay. It's that easy. And you can do the same thing yourself. All you got to do is allow and, and just meditate just for a minute. Allow a spiral of light to go around your body. Just imagine a big a tornado of golden light going around your body clockwise um, if you're looking down at the top of your head from the sky. I have an idea. I have an idea. So many people ask about how to meditate, and Gary explains it. But I think if we put together like a minute-long video of Gary showing you how to meditate, we can slap it up online on DaveRyanShow.com, and then people who yeah. want to know how to do that could do that. Gary, why don't you get that Travis guy out of bed this morning, get him out early, have okay. him make a video of you showing us in one minute how to meditate, and we'll slap it up on DaveRyanShow.com. Have we got a deal? Yeah, got it. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. God, Dave, you're such a pusher. Uh, all I have an right. email. I'll read. Let me hear it. My ex-boyfriend from 10 years ago in high school keeps messaging me during important moments in his life, like getting married, having his children, and he wants to reminisce about the old times when we we were together. I don't really know what to do. I've tried ignoring him. I've tried responding nicely. I tried responding saying stop, but he won't. I'm married with a child, and I'm really not sure if he's trying to rekindle something that obviously will not be happening or if I should be worried. My family thinks I should be worried, but I'm not sure. So... Well, I think a couple of things are going on. I think he's just um, kind of sexting, if you would. And so uh, he's just trying to, he he has a thought of something that happened 100 years ago, and it's more of a fantasy in his head. Um, and so he's sort of reliving that. And, and she's a bit of a drama queen, and she's making out like he's going to stalk her or you know, uh-huh. you know, kill her in the night. Or That's something. exactly a word she used without me saying it. Is really? a stalker. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's all some dramatic fantasy where she thinks she's cool. Everybody wants me. Every you know, drop it. You know, that's all drama. Okay. You know, so so both ways is kind of in the energy of uh, of just nothing, all about nothing. 
So nothing. I don't see a problem either way. Uh, if you don't want to talk to him, don't talk to him. Right. Okay. Gary, here's an interesting one. It's from a guy. He says, last week, Gary, I caught my wife half naked on OK Cupid with her face cut out. Now, she claims that she did it to get back at me for watching porn. Was she looking to meet men? Now, I'm going to just stop right now and say, if you think your man does not watch porn, you are delusional. Your man does watch porn. And if you forbid him from watching porn, it's kind of like forbidding him from eating fried chicken. Your man is going to eat fried chicken, even if you tell him not to. And that's not the best analogy. I get it. But... Guys want to watch porn. Guys are very visual. It does not mean he wants to cheat on you. It doesn't mean that he doesn't find you sexy. Girls and if, want to watch it, too. Gr- a, lot, a lot of girls want to watch it, too. No, I totally get that. But there's a lot of women who go, you're not going to watch that filth. I should be enough. This right here should be enough for you. <laughs> now, that's very naive and it's very immature, but that's beside the point. Was his wife really trying to meet men on OK Cupid, Gary? Well, she was trying to just play around and talk, it seems like, talk to them. Okay, so... So she was, but yes, I guess that would be meeting somebody. Yeah. I don't know if she would follow through, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like that. Okay, let's try Angie. Hi, Angie. Hi. What's your question for Gary Spivey? Yeah, so um, I worked with this guy. Um, he put in this two weeks a little bit ago, and we had a lot of connections. Like, mentally, we were really close. We would text all the time, and then... I slept with him, and then he completely cut me off. Like, no text, no nothing. Classic. Why? Okay. So was it just the one time you slept with him? Yeah, it was just one time. Can I ask you kind of a dumb question? Was it good, or was it awkward? Was it just like, Uh, was it one of those afterward, you're kind of like, that was not what I was hoping for? Yeah, it it was just... It wasn't the best. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Gary, why why did he disappear? Why did he drop off uh, the radar? Uh, I think it, it feels like to me another person came back that was around before, and, and they just went back to that person. Mm. Simple as that. So he was yeah. just hooking up to hook up. Yeah. Now he's back with somebody that he really has feelings for. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Makes sense. It. Come. Oh, that sucks. Okay. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Okay. Next question via text uh, at five three ninety one KWB one. Standard data and message rates apply. By the way, Gary, my sister, has always been a successful and independent woman. In the past, she had some minor problems with anxiety, but six weeks ago, she moved home from the East Coast and has been crippled with anxiety. She's been unable to work or stay at her house and has been living on my parents' couch. Meds and counseling have given her a little bit of relief. What's going on, and can you help? That's going to be terrible. So she was successful and independent. Now she's got so much anxiety, she had to leave her job, move home, can't even stay in her own home. She's got to live on her mom and dad's couch. Nothing helps. She can't have a job. That's got to be terrible. I mean, just so I don't know what that must be like, but it's got to be terrible. What can she do for her sister? What can happen? Well, I think if she talks to her sister and and then maybe talks to her sister's doctor or doctors, uh, the problem is I hear the cure is the cause. Many times people will have anxiety or or depression. They'll take a pill. They'll feel a little different. And the doctor says, well, let me give you another one. And then you'll take two pills. And then you feel a little number, so you feel nothing. And then maybe you'll take three pills. So pretty soon you're on so many medications that you're totally paralyzed and have no motivation Mm -hmm. in life. 
yeah. and you just and you totally destroy your life. This is what's happened. Well, some people need to be on medications like psychotic, antipsychotics, mm-hmm. and things like that. Those are really important. It's like these people that go kill somebody at a convenience store because they couldn't get professional help or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's people who want to be over medicated. You're not a big pill guy, Gary. No. How do you know when you need a pill and when you don't need a pill? Well, you can, you know, again, meditation, Dave, you can meditate, and it sounds like that's not a big solution to such a huge problem, but really it is. Uh, you can usually meditate yourself out of it um, instead of medicate yourself out of it. And uh, more times than not, I would say when I read people, I can I can fix their whatever they have going most of the time. Uh, and uh, maybe 90% of the time they're on pills they don't have to be on, and sometimes they're on pills that are crippling them. In this particular case, when I read it, I see her medications are crippling her. And so that's the reason she's laying on the couch doing nothing. And until she gets off of medications, she's probably going to continue to do that. Okay, gotcha. Fallon's got an email to ryanshow at kdwb.com. By the way, that's the only email that we look at during the show. No point in emailing any other address, just ryanshow at kdwb.com. We've definitely had ones like this before, but it seems to be like common. Uh, last night, I came back from a nice, relaxing, long weekend up at the North Shore with my son. I am instantly irritated slash agitated as soon as I walk through the door. I often think it's because it's after a quote-unquote long, hard work day or because there's too much to do. I feel great while on vacation. Who doesn't? And I'm in a fine, good mood when I'm not here. Is it the house? I have major difficult. I had major difficulties when I built this house. The builders took my money, didn't return to finish. It's a long story, yada, yada. There's too much wood uh, and she feels like it's bad feng shui. Uh, bad There's energy. too much wood, so it's bad feng shui. Well, it's, like, it's a cabin. I don't know. It's like a log okay. at home. Okay. So what can I do? I'm willing to move if that's the solution. I don't want to feel negative when I'm in the one place I should feel my best. Well, here, here's what I see. You can really have a possessed house. Um, you can uh, create a negative spiral so big around you that it engulfs your house. And so when you walk into the house, into the door of the house, you're going to feel lousy. And and when other people come to visit, they're going to feel lousy, too. And so you don't want that to happen. And so... Uh, but here and now, I just cleared her house, and so it'll feel a lot better. That same meditation, that, Dave, the meditation I'm sending you will really help people, and they can actually in, just put that energy around their whole house. Yeah, it's please exactly. do. Angela, what is your question for Gary Spivey? Hey, good morning, you good guys. Good morning. So, um, I, we, my boyfriend and I were together for a little while. We decided to move in. He's seriously the most wonderful, perfect man in the world. He will bend over backwards, do anything for my children and I. And within literally a week of moving in together, I can't stand him. I find him to be the most unattractive man in the world. Um, he oh still bends over backwards and does everything for me and my children. And I keep telling him, I'm sorry. You know, it's just stress in life right now going on. That's why we're not romantic together. I really do love him, but I roll my eyes so often that I get headaches. Like, no joke. Like, I That's so interesting. Anything he does. But I want to be with him more than anything, and I just want those feelings to go away and those other feelings to come back. He's the best thing that's ever happened to me and my children. But he annoys the out of you. They're not going to. I used to be in that exact same relationship. Tell me what happened, Fallon. They don't ever go away. Even for like when they cu- they come back and you're happy for like two days in a row. And you're like, okay, thank God. Yeah. Um, they go away again. Trust me, it, it'll be a continuous battle until you find the person that doesn't do that. To you. And it sucks because I have had a history of dating really good guys. I'm not the I'm not the unfortunate girl that dated jerks my whole life. I dated a couple, but for oh, yeah. the most part, I dated really, really, really nice people. Right. 
and it's the same thing. But they and, annoy you. Yeah. But did they change or did you change? Um, I think I I think I was always the same. But in the beginning, you're nicer because you're like you are infatuated with them and you do like you do genuinely like them in the beginning. And then something clicks. You're you're right. It's like weird. It's like you're like maybe it's just PMS or something weird. And then you're like, nope, it's going on for like three months so now. So Gary, what do you think? I mean, can she she loves him? She wants to be with him, but he annoys the out of her and she can't stand it. What's going to happen? Well, I would say, you know, if I if I ask her the question on a scale of one to ten, how big of a control freak are you? What would you say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when it okay, so when it comes to my children, probably like seven, eight, nine, because they're my kids. When it comes to everything else, I'm pretty go with the flow. To be that's really exactly honest. what I read. And so now that he's around your children, uh, you're imposing martial law on him. <laughs> and so you're you're control freaking him just like you do your kids. Uh, to the degree of, of uh, basic insanity. And so so that's the reason. You're not allowing anymore. You can only be in love when you have that vibration of allow. And you've got the energy of control freak. And by the way, on a scale of 1 to 10, it was uh, a 27. And so... That's so, off the scale, Gary. That is, is off the scale. It yeah, is. so if she just allows and, and stop control freaking him, let him, you know, get the fork if he wants to, let him, you know, use a spoon if he'd like... Uh, you know, I mean, little bitty things you go crazy over, right? Um, yeah, but it's not when he has anything to do with my children. I trust him with my No, no, all the time. No, no, I know. All the time. You you could you just freak over every little thing. Uh, yeah. Stop controlling. He spilled coffee the other day, and I just screamed at him. So he spilled coffee, which is an accident, and people do it. Nobody ever means to yep. spill coffee, but you screamed yep. at him. What would you say to him? Um, what the hell are you doing? Like, God, don't you see this here? And he's like, I didn't see the coffee cup. And I was like, how did you not see the coffee cup? Oh, that poor guy. He's like, I had like four handfuls of groceries up on the counter. I'm sorry. Like I said, he's perfect. He'll apologize. It's not even his fault. Can I tell you something? And, and, And I bet people can back me up on this one. I've known probably in the last five years, probably a half a dozen marriages that have broken up because she would not stop treating him like a stupid child. He couldn't take it anymore. And then I know one guy, he said, my kids started to treat me the same way because they saw their mother treating me that way. So therefore, they start the kids. Once the kids started treating me like I was a stupid child, he couldn't take it anymore, and he left. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you, I don't know. I mean, Susan and I are pretty respectful. Once in a while, we get once in a quite frequently, we get on each other's nerves. But <laughs> but I will say that if you treat your husband like a stupid child that needs to be corrected and reprimanded for everything, he might put up with it for a year or two. But after a while, he's going to say, I can't take it anymore. Is there any truth to that statement, Gary? Yeah, he's going to dump her in about two weeks. Really? Yeah, and so so instead of getting dumped in two weeks, you could stay with him for the rest of your life. He's a great guy, and you have a soul connection. You're actually in love with him, uh, and you. It, I think this is almost like a sort of a check for you to check yourself, even with your children. I think you're 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 a great mom, but you're too much of a controlling mom. Gary, thanks for being on. We love you. Have a great day, Gary. Okay. Gary, I'm sorry, yeah. Dave hung up on you five times. Shut yeah. Up. <laughs> okay, take he care. He said, "Shut up to me five times in the past." 35 seconds. Yeah, I know. 800-827-GARY. <laughs> 
follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number's 1-800-217-5336. And I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.